Hi, folks. It's Rabbi Sharon Brouse here. You are listening to Ikar's podcast, where you can hear our sermons from Shabbat and holidays, our guest speakers, our teachers, anything we think worth listening to that we can capture, you can hear right here. Thank you so much for being with us. Shabbat Shalom, friends. Um, I uh, I really have to echo, at least in part, um, what Rabbi Sadok was saying at the beginning. Um, you know, when the rabbis, um, the way it works with the rabbis is that one rabbi says one thing and then another rabbi, maybe a hundred years later, will take that thing and add maybe a little something or say, actually not so much. And I'm going to take um, Rabbi Tzadok and I'm going to take what she said. I'm just going to add a little layer to what she said. Um, so we are just coming out of Purim and now entering Shabbat. And um, I have to say, just like Rabbi Tzadok, that... Um, despite still being apart and having to gather online um, still. Um, it was one of the best Purim celebrations I've ever experienced, actually. Multiple times I was laughing so hard that I cried. Some of you may have um, been having the same experience. I haven't felt that kind of real joy um, in a really long time. Um, and of course, that was not only because we were coming together as a community, but also, as Rabbi Sadok mentioned, because of all the, the countless hours that so many volunteers and ECAR staff put into making that experience possible. So I am floating high off of Purim, um, floating into Shabbat. Um, and here we are, one year later, one year, one Purim later, since um, our world turned upside down. Most of us couldn't have guessed how significantly our lives would change or that a year from then we would still not be able to gather safely in community. And what's so hard is that we have to just keep on waiting. We're still doing this. Um, and while we have made huge advances in addressing the virus and starting to address the related systemic issues that still prevent every American citizen from getting the care they need, there are so many big questions that still loom before us about what our future holds. We have been doing our best to take care of each other and our loved ones from a distance. And we've been doing our best to take care of ourselves, to stay safe and to work and to find meaning and beauty and to connect and to stay sane. But it's been a really long time and it's really hard to know that we have to keep on waiting. We have to keep on doing this work um, apart. Um, but I have to say what I experienced on Purim last night, um, I think offered a glorious picture of the resiliency of this community and of our spirits. We dressed up, we laughed, we sang, we danced after all this time. And if we can conjure that kind of spiritual strength after a year of loss and heartache and anxiety and true peril, I know, I really know, and I really believe that we have the strength to keep going. It's like that amazing song that went viral. Um, I think it was over the summer from the Banksons, um, the Keep Going On song. Maybe some of you have listened to that. Um, Rabbi Sadok and I listen to that to keep our spirits up. Um, it's like that. We have to keep going on. And it's also like the lamp that our ancestors lit 
generations and generations ago that they were commanded to light in, in the Parsha we're reading this week in Parshat Titzaveh, um, the lamp that the Israelites were commanded to keep lit in the sanctuary when they were just as lost as and confused as we are heading towards something better, but not knowing where or when that would be. So it says in Parshat Titzaveh, the first line, the very first line, you shall further instruct the Israelites to bring you clear oil of beaten olives for lighting, ner tamid, for kindling lamps continually. Aaron and his son shall set them up in the tent of meeting to burn from evening to morning before the Holy One. It shall be due from the Israelites for all time throughout the ages. This lamp that our ancestors were told to light thousands and thousands of years ago, this was the lamp uh, that they were told to light daily, that would always be the light in their holy sanctuary. And this was the lamp that was put out for a time with the destruction of the first temple, but then relit and rededicated miraculously. And this is the lamp we keep in our own sanctuaries, our synagogues, and our gyms where we pray and mark sacred moments together. Um, for when the temple was destroyed and we were exiled from one another and from the central place where our holy, we thought our holy one um, uh, dwelled, um, we figured out, the rabbis figured out that we could actually still find holiness and connection even apart but that even while we're apart, we keep that lamp lit. And so here we are today in a sort of exile from each other, living apart, unable to even go to our own mikdash ma'at, our own sanctuary where we would normally gather, where we had lit that lamp. Um, but what that means is, I think, that we still have to keep the lamp lit our mikdash me'at, our little sanctuary of our home where we're each living, we have to keep the lamp lit in some way um, where we are. We have to keep on connecting. We have to, uh, have to keep on finding sources of hope. We have to keep on putting, our, putting beauty in front of our eyes. Um, and we have to hang on to those sources of hope and strength to keep feeding our souls and bodies, to keep reaching out to loved ones, to community, to showing up for things like Purim, engaging in acts of kindness and justice. We have to keep going on. We have to keep that lamp lit even while we're apart. And I've seen that we can do that. So this Shabbat, which is a time when we need to restore ourselves and the strength it takes to keep our lamps lit, please take the time to connect with yourself and with your loved ones and with the Holy One so you can feed your soul and keep that lamp inside of you lit. We can keep on going. We will keep on going. And someday we will find our way back to each other to light that lamp together. Hi, it's Mayim Bialik actor, neuroscientist, e-car member, and lover of all things Jewish. Do you like what you're listening to? 
please consider donating to ECAR so that we can continue creating more podcasts and fulfilling our mission of harnessing untapped energy in the Jewish community to reanimate Jewish life, embody moral courage, nurture the spirit, and work to decipher what it means to be a human being in the world today. Why don't you visit our website at ecar-la.org and give today.